What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is the Wells Cast with Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Wells Cast. We are doing it live from Pebble Beach, California. And this episode is going to be near and dear to my heart because this is where I, in fact, grew up. A show that's all about origin stories. We're going to be doing a show here where, well, I originated from. We are actually at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. This is a golf tournament that, um, like, celebrities can play in that play alongside, like, well, professional golfers. I was not invited to play for the second year in a row. It's totally fine. Uh, I was told by our good friend Chris Harrison that I am not yet famous enough to be in the tournament, which is totally fine. So I will be in the stands once again, rooting on all the people that are actual celebrities, but it's totally fine. Here's the thing about this tournament. I actually grew up like working for this golf tournament. I would like walk around behind Hale Irwin and Tom Watson. I was a standard bearer, which is a fancy way of saying I held a placard that said how many under par they were. And all I've ever wanted to do was actually play in this golf tournament. But maybe next year. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Anyways, I'm excited for this episode because we are going to have on the Wellscast today two people who actually are avid golfers and who have a new podcast coming out right here on the iHeart Network. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we have Paige Renee and Josh Temple on the Wellscast. Stick around. Mother's Day is coming, and Mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. 
So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit bartesian.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parish, from my new series, Parish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. All right, welcome back to the Wells Cast. Very excited to have on the show the hosts of Play Around. Is that right? Am I saying that correct? Playing Around. Playing Around. <laughs> I screwed it up immediately. Let's try that again. It's actually Playing Around with Paige Renee. Uh, Is it? It's her. You're not You're not even getting like second billing? No, no, no. No, no. no it's no. in the bottom. It says like with special guest co-hosts. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's, hey, let's call it what it okay. is, guys. It's okay. Let's try this again. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> On the Wellscast today, we have Paige Renee and Josh Temple. Paige is the host of Playing Around. Josh is just f***ing here, apparently. <laughs> Paige and Josh, how are you guys? We're good. Thanks for having us today. Yeah. Congratulations on getting the podcast. Um, just real quick so people understand, like, what is the idea of the show? Obviously, we were talking about golf, lifestyle, really anything we want to talk about. So we're figuring that out as we go. And I'm really excited about this because I've never done anything like this before. I played professional golf and then I kind of just blew up on Instagram. And so people only know me from either playing or just seeing pictures. And so now I can actually talk and I think they're going to be surprised by that. Yeah. (laughs) I have a voice. (laughs) She has a voice box, people. And Josh, how did you get kind of brought into the fold? Well, I'm old enough to be Paige's dad, mm-hmm. so I show the uh, I'm the golfer. I'm the I'm the weekend golfer guy, target audience, but also, uh, you know, I'm here to take care of Paige, make sure you know no one messes with her. I've done I've done TV for 25 years, and I'm just the journeyman kind of guy. You yeah. know, the guy that you say, ah, oh, I've seen you somewhere before. So. And I got the voice. I got the gravel. You so I, so we offset and mm-hmm. we offset and I'm just making sure, you know, she's, I'm taking care of her. All right. Um, 
Okay, so I don't know if anyone told you kind of like the premise of the show, but I'm just very interested in how people get to become really well known. Like it's all well and good that people see you on TV or, you know, you've got millions of followers on Instagram, but like what's the blueprint of like getting there? Josh, you've had multiple television shows you hosted you i saw like did stints on like will and grace and stuff like that and Paige, you've got over two million followers on instagram which is really hard to do <laughs> uh you've got double the amount of instagram followers that i do and i've been on seventeen thousand television shows <laughs> so i want to know like how did you get to this point uh ladies first Paige, where did you come from so I popped out of my mom. No, um, yep. <laughs> we'll start. It was a cold night in December in, in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> so, so vagina. Yeah. So yeah, vagina yeah. just <laughs> slid on out. Uh, um, no. So I was a competitive gymnast um, for pretty much most of my life. Ended up getting injured really bad a couple times. And I always wanted to be a professional athlete. I come from a very athletic family. And that was just something that we really valued. My mom was a professional ballet dancer. My sister ran track in uh, at Stanford. She's also a, ba- a black belt in Taekwondo. Whoa. And my dad um, played football. And my aunt's a professional tennis player. So just kind of like something that we just you're gonna be an athlete like you had no choice and so after I fractured my kneecap a couple times in gymnastics and I just didn't want to do it anymore it was really tough I was like 10 years old in the gym eight hours a day it was a grind and being homeschooled and so my parents like we're you're gonna have to quit like it's not good for you it's not good for your body um it's not fun anymore so what do you want to do so we sat down and we said what sports would I be good at and tennis was the first one that popped up my aunt came out she put me through boot camp for a week and I said I'm never doing this ever again (laughs) I don't want to run anymore I don't want to do this I I'm just over it especially after like gymnastics my dad I don't come from a big golf family but my dad he loves golf and he's like okay let's just we'll just take you out you know we'll we'll try it he tried with my older sister first and she hated it so he was really disappointed and so he's like, okay, I got one more shot at this. And so he took me out and I fell in love with it right away. So played a ton of junior golf, ended up getting a full ride scholarship to San Diego State University, played there. And then after that, I wanted to play professionally. And golf is really expensive. Um, we were talking about this earlier. It's just courses are expensive to play, equipment, traveling, everything. It's just, it's a rich man's game it gets just really expensive and so I didn't have any money I didn't come from a family who had a lot of money especially during that time in college and so I it there's two ways that you go about this so um I was caddying and running junior golf camps to help pay for my golf and one day I opened up my phone and I just started getting hundreds of Instagram followers and I just won a tournament. It was the Colorado Stroke Play and um, no, Colorado Match Play. And I turned to my mom like, this is really like, this is weird. I only had maybe like 500 followers at the time. And she's like, oh, I don't know, maybe you just got some press from Colorado. I was like, OK. And then 10,000 followers that day, 20,000 followers. So Total Frat Move, which is a was a big college guy's website. Yep. Um, this guy named Dan, he wrote an article about me. It was basically a love letter to me. <laughs> he found my Instagram randomly and I went viral 
pretty much overnight. So I went from having 500 followers to like 100,000 in a day. Yeah. And then it went to like 200,000. And so I was freaking out. I didn't know like what to do with this. I, that was never, I didn't go into any of this like seeking fame or um, followers or being famous on social media. That was never something that I wanted to do. I'm actually quite introverted. Mm-hmm. And so at first it was very overwhelming. My parents were like, okay, well, maybe we can use this to help you in any way. Because I was getting offers from, you know, club companies like, hey, if you post this, we'll give you golf balls. And I was like, I need golf balls. (laughs) I need golf balls. I need golf clubs. I need anything. Because I mean, I was caddying and I was doing anything I could to just pay for my golf career because I didn't have any help. And so um, I kind of leaned into that. And so I started to work with different golf companies um, and doing their media for them, social media. And it was this weird kind of dynamic for me where I was trying to play professionally. And then I also had this outside career, but it was really public too. And it was, it was hard. I got a lot of hate for it because I got noticed because of what I wore and the way that my body looked. And um, a lot of people, especially coming from golf, which is a very conservative sport, they didn't like me at all. They hated me and they hated everything that I stood for because I grew up on public golf courses and I wasn't, you know, what a golfer should be. And so the first little bit of my career was super difficult because I, I didn't fit in. Like everyone hated me, like hated me. It sucked. Like it really, really sucked. And so I ended up getting an exemption into this big tournament. It was a LET event in Dubai and I didn't... Wait, what does that mean, L-E-T? Uh, Ladies European Tour. Okay. So there's there's like mini tours, and then there's the LPGA Tour, which is the main tour, and then the um, L-E-T, which is the European Tour. Okay. So I got an exemption into this event, and I didn't really think much of it, and I didn't think like... I was like, okay, this would be a really great step for my first professional event. Like, you need exemptions, and they do exemptions quite a lot, actually, And they're kind of controversial in golf because they'll give them to people like a Tony Romo or Mm. people have really great stories or people who will bring a little bit more to the event. Yeah, Um, I remember Annika Sorensen got an exemption into a male tournament at one point. Yeah, and they get a lot of attention because of that, but they don't realize that it happens pretty much weekly. I mean, there's there's sponsor exemptions in every single tournament. Um, So I ended up taking the exemption and I decided to play. Well, it's, it was a huge disaster. <laughs> it was horrible. I bombed out. I got so much press. People were betting on if I was going to finish last, if I was just shooting in the 80s. Like, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. So I, the next day, I missed the cut. And I was, like, on the floor in the bathroom in Dubai with my sister and I'm just bawling. Like, I, just, like, eating chocolate cake and just crying. And... I was the most read sports story in the world on Daily Mail. And the headline was um, golf Instagram girl like bombs in her first opening event. And I was like, I hate this. Like, I hate this. And so the next day I like was crying in a press conference and like to people, I was like, I quit golf. Like I'm done with this. I'm over it. And like a week goes by and I was like, okay, I'm going to try this again. So I spent one year fully dedicating myself to playing professionally. I was still doing media work to pay for golf because that's all I could do, but it wasn't my main focus. My focus was golf and that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to prove to everyone that I was more than what they thought 
I was, which is this, you know, dumb, blonde, bimbo who's selling her body to get likes, which is half true, but we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> you should see the shit I post on Instagram, okay? You Don't know, worry you gotta about do it. it. You gotta do it. <laughs> do it for the engagement. So, um... <laughs> So I like leaned into that fully, ended up making a cut on the Scottish Open, which is another European tour event. Played really well. I played around 25 tournaments, made money in all of them, but two. And I barely broke even for the year. And I was, yeah. So I made nothing. I was miserable. And I was still getting just as much hate, maybe more, as I was when I was trying to balance both. So Can I ask you how your peers are handling you? Like other female golfers? They didn't talk to me. So that first event that I went to, um, one of the most admired golfers, she's been around forever. She said that she couldn't pick me apart from a bar soap. Like she and other golfers were saying that I was a disgrace to the sport, that I I didn't deserve the sponsorship, that I was just a bad role model for young girls to look to that you have to show your body off and you have to be this way to get sponsor invites and girls who deserved it more and were hardworking were left out because they didn't look a certain way. Okay. And so that was kind of the narrative that followed my whole career. And it didn't matter that I beat those players when I, you know, made the cut Scottish Open. No one talked about that. They'd mm-hmm. only talk about my failures, my failures and like all the bad things that ever happened to me. No one ever talked about the good stuff. And so after that year of playing professionally, I was like, F this. I am out. Like, I am so over this. I'm so done. And I don't want to play professionally anymore because it's just not fun. Like, I tried so hard. I put everything into it. And it still didn't matter. Like, they still didn't like me. I could have shot whatever. And it still was never good enough for anyone. And so I said, I need a break. I'm done with this. I mean, I've dedicated pretty much my whole life to being the best athlete I could possibly be. And it still isn't good enough. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to lean in to being this person they think that I am. I'm going to be outspoken. And if they don't like me, I'm going to make them not like me even more. And let's make a career out of this. And so that's what I've been doing now is just talking about things in golf that need to be talked about and being that person and being open and honest and talking about, you know, the way I was treated and the hypocrisy that they're putting out ads about how all girls are accepted, yet you didn't accept me. So why is that? Why is that okay? It's not okay. And so I, I think a lot of people who have the same kind of background that I have growing up with not coming from a lot of money that they don't look like everyone else or they don't fit in. They relate to me and they like me, but the people who are, you know, they like golf being a gentleman's game. It's more conservative and they want to keep it that way. They hate me. And I love that. Okay. So yeah, I just talked about my whole life. No, and I, and I, and I love it. And, I, and like, you, I was you, like, should I stop? No, I'm just gonna keep going. You, you ripped through it so fast. Like, there's there's things that I want to yeah. get back to, but actually, I'm not sure if it's really necessary because I think that there's a whole underlying theme that we should get into. You have two million followers on Instagram, so you saying that a lot of people hated you is true, but not true because you have a lot of people that love you, right? You, it's this weird dichotomy. They like hate following me, though. I don't think so. <laughs> I think that men love you, and and not to say it's because of how you look, but like, I think your hate comes from your own gender, and I think that's 
the struggle that you're dealing with. Yeah. And that's a weird thing. I was just thinking about it. Like, Brooks Kapka did the naked issue on, on Sports Illustrated. No one gave him shit for getting naked and, and being ripped up, you know? Um, Bryson DeChambeau is like, I'm going to put on 47 pounds and look huge so I can drop bombs. Yeah. Um, no one gives them crap. It's this weird thing that we have in our society right now where, for whatever reason, there's a lot of women trying to build women up and, yeah. and, and, and support them, but, only but also you, bring you down. It's weird because I'll watch, you know, like Bachelor in Paradise, and these beautiful women are in bikinis. And but girls don't really I don't really see them shaming them that much. You no. know, it's never talked about or the fact that they're kissing and being intimate with people publicly. It's never talked about. But yet I wear, you know, a lower cut top. And because of the way my body is shaped, I'm a slut. Yeah. W- why is it that way? And I, I feel like these women, they sit there and they're like, well, we want to lift women up, but only if they do this and only yeah. if they look like this and only if they act like this and only, and it's like, it doesn't work that way. That's not being a feminist. A feminist is what we're all fighting for, right? So, yeah. so we can all be who we want to be. That's the main goal. That's it. For you to be like, you can only be successful in golf if you wear this. That's, that's not right. That's so messed up and so wrong. And I see these girls in the LPGA and they they pose in bikinis on Instagram but I can't because I'm not as successful as them in my craft. So it's all, I always go back and forth. I'm like, okay, if I won a major, would people still say the same thing about me? I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to jump in real quick. Please do. Cause you'll, and the only reason I am is cause you know, like, like, you know, I'm, my heart is going out to you obviously, but mem- I just also want to say member Michelle, we, yeah. And they, she, she, she got a, hammered and destroyed and went away for a long time because of it. Yeah. And because of those same sort of social dynamics. Um, and then I'm not going to talk about feminism anymore because I'm not you, qualified. But do you think that it's because golf is such like an old boys hundred percent game? Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's a very interesting thing. Like, yes, it's a very stuffy kind of, old white guy sport um what do you i mean rings true come on football still rings true yeah they're cheerleaders they're you know you saw the commercials in the super bowl with the with the girl kicking the field goal i mean like that's the the thing about golf that's so weird is that the everyone from business different sports whatever it may be the best and the most richest people all play golf yeah. And so it's kind of like this top tier of all the best people and they run everything. Mm-hmm. And so they always say, we need to grow the game of golf, but they don't really mean it because they don't want to go to their golf course and see their wife there because that's their alone time. And so they want it to be that way. They want it to be this boys club. And I totally understand that, but be upfront about it. If you do, if you want to go and play golf with your buddies, go play golf with your buddies. Like, I don't care. Like I'm going with my girlfriends to the spa. Like it doesn't matter, but don't say you want to include women when that's not actually the truth. But here's what the weird thing about this whole storyline is that I feel like you're getting more hate from the side of the gender, which you should be getting the praise from. Yeah. 
I would say, I mean, I, I assume there's some, like, stuffy, like, I can't believe she's wearing that guy. I, I assume that exists. Yes. But for the most part, I would ass- I, I don't know what your, your metrics are on your Instagram, but I guarantee you they are exactly what mine are, just in reverse. Just, 95%. That's exactly what mine is. 95% female, 5% male. And yes. I guarantee, I mean, I don't know. I assume it's it's opposite. It's the ex- so, yes. But, but, the, but so what's bonkers to me is that the side of the gender that should be like, you go, girl. Like, my fiance, we were watching the Super Bowl. She gives two flying about the Super Bowl. But, like, when the Super Bowl halftime performance came on, she was up there snapping like, yeah, you go, girl. And, the, and like, so supportive of But did something. you see the hate that they uh, absolutely, got? Absolutely. And that's what we're... But, but last year saying, when but, Adam Levine was shirtless and all the housewives were like, oh, I love you, Adam. It's like... Do you not see what's happening? But but that's what I'm saying is yeah. that like I think a lot of women watching the Super Bowl was like, yeah, you go girl, yeah, you, like badass yeah. bitch, like like that. Which that's it's bonkers to me that that's not happening to you because you're that badass bitch at the halftime show at the all boys thing. I think it's because there's not many women in golf, and so we're all fighting for our position to be respected in. We're, we grew up playing with just guys around us. Yeah. I would go to the range and I would look down and it was just guys everywhere. I'm just so used to that everywhere I would go. And so when another female comes into your turf almost, you feel like they're ta- you're, they're going to take your spot. And so I think we always just compete with each other because we have only been the, the we've been the only female around all these guys our entire lives. That's just what we're used to. And so we don't want to lose that. So I think that's kind of like why we go back and forth with each other. And I could be definitely way more welcoming to other women as well. I think that like I'm not saying I'm perfect and I've done everything right. Like I know that I haven't been as open and like willing to go out to some of the girls on the tour and be like, let's talk about this. Yeah. You have a problem with me. I have a problem with you. What's wrong? Let's just hash it out. And we never do that. Yeah. And we should. Why? Because girls are crazy. No (laughs) We just don't want to talk about it. You know, it's just kind of like this long game that we're always playing and there's yeah. no solution to it. I think what annoys me about this, like hearing this whole story is that for every every guy, every woman who are professional golfers, I think they can all agree because it's like that old cliche that success is where opportunity and hard work meet, right? Yeah. And for you, your opportunity was... Instagram, whatever, but that doesn't that doesn't discount your hard work and like making cuts and like doing really well in the Scottish Open or whatever it is, you know. And it's unfair that they can't see that like everyone in anyone's walk of life, you need a couple good breaks if yeah. you're going to be successful. And the fact that they're using that against you seems really petty and just like mean girly to me. You know. I get it though because these girls on the LPGA tour they grind they work so hard and they're not getting paid anything sponsors don't want like club companies are not willing to give them the money that they deserve and so I can see why they're frustrating looking at me who hasn't won a tour event and then I am getting a sponsorship by this club company that they they want they need it it's going to help them be better yet i'm out here just doing that and so they don't realize that i am on the opposite side so they have a tour player side and they have a media side and so i'm always on the media side and so they always try to put us together and we're very very separate the thing that bothers me i get that i i understand and i i'm fighting for them to get better opportunities 
the thing that bothers me is the girls are doing what I'm doing and they give me hate. Yeah. You know, we're all Instagram golf girls. Like we need to have each other's backs and we don't. Yeah. So that's the most frustrating part. Is it getting better? You think? Mm, I don't. Yes. and No, I think that there is this movement of female empowerment, but I still think that like we're just crazy bitches and we're going to need a lot of like group therapy with yeah. all of our friends <laughs> because it's just like it's just ingrained in how we we bond by talking shit on other girls like that's wrong. You know, we shouldn't do that. Or like when a girl walks by and, you know, they look good 100 percent of the time a girls can go, why is she wearing that? We, you know, and that's not okay. It's just what we're used to. And we just need to change how we talk to each other in all walks of life, not just, you know, in my profession or what I'm doing. Can I jump in? Please do. I think, look, I'm the old guy here. I'm the old guy everywhere. <laughs> so I watched, like, I watched cell phones come. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm that old, right? So Instagram, the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, the thing about these, these things, the trap is that you're building your brand. You're obviously building, you've, you've built your brand. You're building your brand. That's a very individual thing to do. Mm-hmm. So it almost immediately, it harvests individuality. There's no, there's no teamwork with individual branding because you're literally competing with another Instagram golfer for uh, clubs, Balls, apparel, vacation, gigs, money, lifestyle, right? And so and so are you. And this is what podcasts are doing. And this is what all of these things are doing. And and it's funny because I'm old man grandpa looking at all this stuff. And I'm and when we used to do when we would do a show, uh, you know, I did a lot of shows on HGTV, mm-hmm. and we would all sh- we would all show up because we all wanted people to turn on HGTV. Yeah, you know. But, we, but this was before we had to we had our brand. Now, shit, I wish I would have listened to a brand because then you can individually make more money. But that's what we used to do. And I think that right now, it's almost like it's not only the cattiness of the situation you're in, but it's also the, the brand marketing that's going to keep, keep you separate because anyone with 90,000 followers looks at your 2 million and goes, what's that bitch got that I don't have? Yeah. Of course, and I, but I think it's like we can all coexist. I mean, we all have our own individuality, like you were saying. Like, it's our, our own personal brand, and I think that's kind of what is weird right now with golf influencers. Is like they saw my path be successful, and a lot of girls are kind of trying to do that, but if it's not authentic to who they are, and so then it's just kind of like you're saying, like, oh, it worked for her. Why didn't it work for me? Well, she's not as pretty as me. Or like, no, I'm not saying that. She said that about me. So I get that twisted. Um, but these girls will then look be like, well, I'm a better golfer. I'm prettier. I'm all this stuff. But why does she have that? And it's because they're, I don't think they're being authentic to who they are. They're just trying to look for like the quick way to like be successful. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is we're just in a weird time in history yeah. where, you know, there's this weird, you know, intersection of building your own brand and then also creating the thing that, you are passionate about. I mean, I would imagine the same thing could be said about me is, oh, you know, I was this radio guy and then I skipped a bunch of steps because I went on The Bachelor and that's unfair to all the other radio people who are like, that's, you you completely skipped all the bullshit 
that we had to go through. Like, so I can, I can rationalize what's happening. I think that for your case specifically, though, it's, it's at its baseline, mean girl stuff. And I think that what is cool about you now stepping away from a camera and putting your voice into a podcast like with playing around is that you now get to show the thing that I think everyone wanted to cut you down from the beginning with, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, okay, you can say that she's not saying this, but like the ditzy blonde bombshell. Yeah. Well, okay. If that's what you really think, listen to our podcast because I don't think that you're going to think that afterwards, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's unfair that you can judge somebody just because you looked at your phone one day. Yeah, and I think I see it from a different way, too, because another big thing that I didn't mention earlier is that I have been bullied pretty much my entire life. So um, when I was growing up, I had a hair condition where my hair wouldn't grow and it would just fall out. And so people like in kindergarten, they want to stand around me because they thought I had a disease and girls would spit in my drink and they would always, they threw my birthday cake away in front of me. And so these are just things, I mean, I got harassed in college. So I have I've, I've always dealt with this. And so it's just kind of been a part of my life. And I think of a lot of other girls to have dealt with this. And I think we think that it's normal and it's almost like the strong survives. And it's like, what are you going to do to just be okay at the end of the day? And I think we just need to be more open about like female empowerment. Yes, but we can't be afraid to talk about how poorly we treat each other. Yeah. And, um, that we're not perfect (laughs) and that, you know, we are really mean. And I think that's going to actually progress the conversation of female empowerment forward instead of just being like, Oh, you look great. All this stuff. But behind the scenes, we're just not doing that. And so I work with a foundation called cyber smile, which is an anti-bullying organization focusing on cyberbullying. And so if anyone listening right now has dealt with bullying or if any of this resonates with you, go check them out. Um, they have a lot of helpful tips and people you can talk to. And it's just, it's helped me a lot with everything that I've gone through. And, um, and I know a lot of girls especially have gone through bullying because we are bullied. We bully each other every single day. We are mean to each other and it's not normal. And I think we need to talk about the fact that it, it that's not what we should be dealt with. Like that's not a true friendship is when you tear people down. And that's what we're going to do on, on page Renee's web, uh, a podcast playing around with page Renee. Now <laughs> I, we just got a new, we just got a new freaking focus. We're going to, we're going to dedicate time to that on everyone because yeah. just watching you right there. We're doing that. Yeah. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. 
Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parish, from my new series, Parish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Listen, this podcast, it's always funny to me when I sit down to do a show. It never ends the way that I think it's going to happen. And I've done millions of interviews at this point. It never goes the way that I think it's in. I thought we were going to talk about golf for 45 minutes and like how I'm a dork and like I wish I was as good as you at golf. And it went in this like really weird direction of like I had no idea about your story and the trials and tribulations that you've had to go through. And aside from all the hard work and blood, sweat, and tears that you've put into the game of golf, all this other bullshit that you've had to deal with uh, and to see you still persevere and create this brand and now this new show it's like super inspiring and empowering and i have a lot of females that listen to this show so i think that initially they're going to look at the title of this show and be like i'm so confused you're doing a golf thing and then they're going to listen to it and be like holy crap that was so cool and so empowering and i think that's that's what is really really interesting about this show and your show going forward. So thank you so much for being on the Wells cast. No, thanks for having me and letting me just basically vent. For no, <laughs> that was great. For long. It's like a good therapy session. Yeah. You get double pay for this being like an awesome podcaster and doing your thing. This and then being like the best therapist ever. Uh, do you want me to make you a drink in a second? Yeah, you want me to make me a drink Tell too? you to go on a date. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, Josh, I've run out of time. Can you come back on the show a little bit later and can we hear your origin story? It's pretty drab. Yeah. <laughs> what dope, are you talking about? You dope ho- ass boots though. Dope ass boots. Thanks buddy. Yeah. Nope. Just real quick. Just go through your resume for everyone. So they have some idea of who's also on this show with Paige. Uh, so yeah. Jer- journeyman entertainer. Uh, was on Will and Grace. Did Curb Your Enthusiasm season three. Wow. Uh, yeah. Improv guy. Also a licensed contractor, so then jumped on. I was hosting shows and then jumped on at HGTV for 10 years. 
I've done a lot of stuff. Still, and actually literally building a house right now. Is Larry David as cool as I hope he is? He is everything you think he is and more, and he loves golf. I know. And we got in an argument. We got in an argument about Pebble Beach. Really? He said it was rated higher in difficulty because it was so beautiful. And I said, no, Larry. Uh, that's not true. It's it's just about yardage and yeah. hazards and all. He goes, I'm I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And I said, I can actually see that. We can have a discussion about that because anywhere that has like a beautiful golf course with like decorative rocks, we're like, all your girls now are like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just imagine you talk golf. You can come watch I, my podcast. Yeah, I just imagine this standoff between you and Larry David, and, and he's like, it's because it's so beautiful, and you were like, no, it's not, it's because of yardage, and then you guys looking directly into each other's eyes, and then it's bam, 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 bam. Exactly happened. That's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Uh, Paige Renee, Josh Temple, thanks so much for being on the Wells cast. Everyone, go listen to uh, Playing Around. It's uh, an iHeart podcast, but you can get it on iTunes or, I guess, Spotify, or wherever the hell you get podcasts. Out on the internet is there. If you want to follow uh, Paige Renee, she definitely needs more followers. Um, I need more female followers, yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I need some female support here. Okay, I can help you on that front. Thank okay? you. <laughs> Uh, it's at Paige Renee. Josh, do you even have Instagram? You come. You said you came from a bygone era. That Josh Temple TV, and I've got I, I've got that five hundred that you started. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, we're starting somewhere. So, by the way, we haven't been using our um, email at all, really. So, if you have any thoughts um, about this episode or any past episodes, you can email us, wellscast at iheartmedia.com. And also, for all the uh, listeners that want to find out more about uh, Paige and Josh's show, they can email at... P-A-R at iHeartRadio.com. Boom. Guys, again, thanks so much for being on the show. This was really cool. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.